Crashed down beneath that window, fired it up, and gave it hell. That hangout my daddy used to hang around. We watched it all go up and smoke until it all came down. Just like that, the taps and stools and tables got turned to the only joint my mama ever burned. I'll get sassy and bluegrass. Come on. And welcome back to Upstate Beer Boys Podcast. As always, thank you, Mr. Chris Hitchcock, for our theme song. And uh, we're glad to be here in uh, the Clock Tower Tap Room here in downtown Simpsonville, recording on site. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Good, good. All right. Well, speaking of the gentleman here, uh, you can find Stephen, what he's up to, on Instagram at Southern Bling Beer Reviews. You can find Chase on Instagram and TikTok at Nutmeg2Palmetto. And for my stuff, you can find my YouTube channel and Instagram at Wayne's Beer Delivery. All right. We're back for another fun-filled episode. Crashing Eddie's Castle. Yeah. He knows we're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, well. What are we sipping on first? What do we, what do we got? Who wants us to lead off? I'm lead off. I am drinking the Messenger. I'm drinking the Messenger of the Sea double IPA from Service Brewing. Hmm, that name sounds familiar. Galaxy El Dorado, and I can never say this hot. Azaka, Azaka. Azaka. I think it's Azaka. Right? You got it right. You know what? We'll put it to a group vote. We'll just call it Azaka, okay? okay. So I had this beer for the first time along with my co-host Chase at the Greenville Beer Fest. Mm-hmm. We got samples of it, and immediately I went to Total Wine to get some. <laughs> and they had it. They had not received it yet, but they got it the next week. So then when we came down for the one-year uh, anniversary party for Eddie from the Clock Tower, I had to have it. Likewise, within a couple weeks of the of the Greenville Craft Beer Festival. Thank you again to John Sharkey for allowing our presence there. Um, I went out to a local pour and pint house, I guess you'd call it, Crafty Draft in Irmo, and they also had some there, so I had to grab it too. One of the prettiest beers you'll ever see, one of the most delicious, juicy, hazy, and for a double IPA, not bitter at all. Absolutely. It's very smooth. The hops, very... uh Blend the hops blend together, just like a, a marriage. <laughs> they work well together for sure. I think Mrs. Mayor will appreciate your 
Yeah, yeah since, since our, our viewers can't see my wife tagged along with us today and is sitting across from me, and that's my comment was not because she's beside me. <laughs> and also, one final note I'm mentioning to see, it has my favorite hop that we've gone over time and time again, El Dorado. Yes. Very nice. I, of course, like my fellow IPA-loving co-host, I'm also drinking an IPA, and this one is a little bit more local than Savannah, I guess, although Savannah's pretty local. This is from Slow Play up in Rock Hill, Fort Mill. Uh, Which one have another? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's Rock Hill, Fort Mill, something like that. Um, the Slow Play, this was called the Squeeze Play, which I'm hoping that's a baseball reference because it most certainly is a baseball reference. Um, and this one had this like really orangey aroma. Mm-hmm. Um, and the flavor was pretty classic, juicy, hoppy, but it wasn't too bitter. And this was off draft, so I'll look up real quick to see the hops, Citra, Mosaic, and Amarillo. So that actually sounds like, that sounds like a mayor type of beer. It definitely does. (laughs) Wayne, what you sipping on over there? Well, everyone knows I'm not really big into IPAs, and um, so I'm going to stay true to form. (laughs) We have a, um, it's called Hive Another from Indigo Reef Brewing. It is a cream ale, and... um, Upon the recommendation from the bartender, it's uh, it's not got too much of a honey taste. It's not too got too much of a creamy taste. It's a real balanced uh, cream ale, very nice and very smooth. So we spread a, we spread around the map a little bit. We got a little Charleston, Low Country action. The mayor went down to Savannah, which isn't too far from Low Country, and then I went mm-hmm. up to Mini Charlotte, I guess we will call it. It's, yeah, we kept it in the area we for tried sure. To, uh, we had this conversation offline a little while back. We tried to figure out whether the Rock Hill, Fort Mill area is considered part of the upstate or part of the Midlands. And me not, me only being a recent resident of South Carolina, I didn't know the answer to that. Well, I can tell you that with the 803 area code for their phones, <laughs> that would be more considered the Midlands than it would yeah. be the upstate. Absolutely. Upstate's Greenville, Greenville, Spartanburg, Simpsonville. Does Anderson fall into the? No. Anderson, its own little thing. Anderson? Anderson. Uh, That's still in the upstate, though. Well. (laughs) Anything with an 864 area code. Fight, 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 fight. (laughs) Anderson doesn't have an 864 area code, do they? Yeah, they do. Do they? Mm -hmm. Well, I got outvoted. (laughs) <laughs> you win this round, Wayne. Look, I made it up on the untap board. Yes, you did. There you go. You're famous now. Next, right up next to me. I'm always a consistent. Uh, well, gents, even though we're not sharing, we can still do our cheers. Absolutely. Yeah. You do that, right, Ollie? This is right. Mayor. Cheers. <laughs> Tell tops apart more. Or? I don't have a clue. <laughs> the only one that I can really pick out is Citra and Mosaic. But that, other than that, 
I'm still learning. And I can only pick out El Dorado because I know I really, really like it. Yeah. <laughs> well, if it's not too uh, too harsh and too uh, piney, I'm in. <laughs> but I couldn't tell you the difference between the hops, so I'm still on an educational journey there. Well, so am I. This, like, we, like we were just talking earlier, you know, this is not a job. This is just fun. Three guys sitting around, enjoying beer, getting to talk to breweries. You know, none of us are professionals, never had claimed to be. And I'm not worried about being able to tell exactly the hops. I'm just having a good time. I'd like to know a little bit more about it, but yeah. I'm in no rush. <clears throat> now, Wayno, I believe our uh, guest coming up. Brings back a lot of the uh, memories from my... Uh, Teenage years, I'm sure you guys' uh, childhood, because uh, <laughs> I'm just a tad older, but dare I say, Brad. Brad. I'm bringing that back. I still use Brad. There you go. <laughs> um, so speaking of those memories, let's rehash some of them, boys. Let's ad-lib a little bit before we get to our interview. Um, what kind of beers do you associate with your 90s memories? Like, pick things out of the 90s, like height of Michael Jordan's NBA or you're asking me for my memories of the 90s of beer um, <laughs> no not, not 90s beer oh. something in the 90s what, your, your memory oh. of the 90s then what you would associate that to a particular style of beer now macros because <laughs> all I drank was Miller Lite back then I wasn't um, drinking age so <laughs> You guys aren't getting the assignment. No, I know. Well, this isn't, this isn't the end of the box. Pokemon cards. I understand the assignment. Oh, I still got bugs. <laughs> Pokemon cards? That's more the 2000s. Um, Skateboards. No, they come out in the 90s. <laughs> Trapper keepers. What kind of beer? Thank you, Mrs. Mayor. What kind of beer What kind of beer reminds you of a trapper keeper? Wait, <laughs> like, like a craft beer? Yes. Lisa Frank and yeah, all those. Yeah, thank you. I was just about to say that, but I was trying to think of like a like a label that's like. I would say sour beers, like yeah. fruited sours, because Lisa Frank did all these crazy painting drawings of animals mm -hmm. on trapper keepers and animal print, and it's like crazy wild stuff. Bright so colors. and bright colors. So the reason I say it kind of reminds me of. Fruited sours because a lot of people mm. don't care for a beer that has fruit in it. <coughs> but, but when, you know, it's just out there, it's crazy, it's wild. You know, they're putting all kind of adjuncts in these beers to make them off the wall, just like the off the wall colors for the Lisa Frank binders. Kind of like a Great Notion or 450 North or uh, Newgrass. Yep. Well, see, that's where I was going, because when you say fruited sours, the first thing I think of are like a Berliner Weiss, not the smoothie sours. But okay. to Wayne's point, if we're going to keep with the Trapper Keeper thing and these like bright, cover colorful things, I would go with those heavily, those heavily fruited, the smoothie sours. That... Yeah, I like the banana. Oh. banana. Banana, banana. Mm. Yes. This might be more of an 80s thing than 90s thing, but I am uh, sporting my uh, classic Vans. Which I like. Those are way back in style now, too. So. Absolutely. Punk rock? Are you going to compare punk rock to a beer? 
Uh, Van's shoes have nothing to do with punk rock, oh, really. It, well, punk rock, it, skateboard, surfing, whatnot. All the same. So, uh, all right, Chase. What kind of uh, beer would uh, Van's be? Something edgy. Something unique. Something hipster wasn't a thing back then, but, you know. Quad IPA. The emo kids. <laughs> Quad IPA? Does that even exist? Oh, yeah, they do. We've yeah. had them. We've, We've had, had them on the show before. Not, not, District oh. 96 did a quad. Oh, that's right, yeah. Um, Thanks to Chase, we were able to try it. edgy. I'm gonna go with a well there's two ways I can go with edgy. I could actually stick with that vein, the, the, the triple IPA, the quadruple IPA vein. I could also go with something more the opposite end of the spectrum, not in terms of booziness because it'll be the same ABV but barrel aged stouts and barley wines. Something that's like so out there, you've got to have a certain flavor palette to take it. What about you? All the bands? Mm-hmm. I, I would really go with barrel aged just because it's kind of the same way. You've got to have that palette of liking it. And for years, I never liked bands, shoes, and now I do. So I guess it's just kind of like I've grown to love it. And same way with some of the barrel-aged beers. I didn't like it. It was too boozy, and now I've grown to love them. So it's just how your palate changes and how your taste changes. Well, once again, my thoughts are completely different. You know, we got your uh, quad IPAs, your barrel age, and I'm going to go, uh, you know, this is a style that we talked about just a few days ago, the hoppy and West Coast lagers, you know. Because Something that's so unique, you'd never see them. Exactly. Just when, like the emo kids. Like when <laughs> Vans first came out, you'd never seen it before. Yep. What about Converse tennis shoes? That's more of like a classic. That's a Pilsner. Yeah. Converse would be a Pilsner. Yeah, yeah. I agree, because Pilsner's classic beer. Everybody loves them, or everybody can drink them, I guess you'd say. Mm -hmm. And they don't go out of style. And they don't go out of yeah. style, yeah. How about, I just thought of something, sticking with the shoes theme. This is like getting towards the end of the 90s, tipping a little bit into the 2000s. But what about Tim's? A pair of Timberlands. My Timberlands? Uh, never had any. What? Stouts. Stouts? You know, when, you, when I think of uh, Timberlands, I think of, um, you know, working in the outdoors and whatnot, you know, in colder weather. And to me, that's colder weather is stout season, so. Oh, well, they were a fashion statement when I was in high school, my friend. In middle school, all my friends, we all wore Timberland boots. We all had Timberland boots. Like my senior year in high school, we had camo day. Your camo. We went to the Army-Navy store. Camo pants, shirt, and your Timberland boots. That was my senior year in high school. You were camo day when you were Timberland boots, huh? Nope. <laughs> nope, sure did. That surprises me. All right, Timberlands as they should be, as they should be worn. Wayne, you're 100 percent right with Dallas, but 
Timberlands as they were worn in the 90s and two th- early 2000s. Super comfortable shoes, though. Status. Status, yeah. I'd yeah. almost go with uh, New England style IPA. So the, the beer that every brewery has to have compares with the boots that every kid has to have. I agree because <laughs> so many breweries we've talked to, you know, say that they weren't big in the New England IPAs or IPAs at all. And every time somebody comes in, they're like, you got an IPA on tap? Yeah. Why don't you have an IPA on tap? So Doesn't matter if it's garbage. We got to have it. Don't matter if it's garbage. <laughs> it's got to be on there. You, you got an IPA on tap. So, yeah. I would definitely compare that to that status thing. Everybody wanted to have it because it, it made them cool and hip. Yeah, one thing I think about the 90s, and uh, Chase, I know you'll appreciate this, was uh, Chicago Bulls and Michael Jordan with all those championship runs. What's a, what's, a, what's a beer that equates to 90s championship basketball? I got one. You may or may not be surprised. I'll probably be surprised, but I'm going to go with IPAs on this one because it seems like all they do is win. That's what the Bulls did. <laughs> You're talking about NBA. Another one. <laughs> I'm going to go with lagers. Really? Something I'm surprised. Stands the test of time, just like a classic championship team. I can drink to that. People still, I mean, just look at uh, during. During the COVID lockdowns, people ate up that Michael Jordan documentary. Mm-hmm. Just like a lager. <laughs> drinking 15 years ago, drinking now. Or 15 years ago, I guess it was in the 90s. Woo, I'm dating myself. <laughs> Mayor, what you got for 90s NBA basketball? For I don't have one. I was never a basketball person <laughs> growing up. Never cared for it, never watched it. You have a Michael Jordan Sports Illustrated card, do you not? Like a Michael Jordan training? You don't have, yes you do. Oh, you have the Michael Jordan Sports Illustrated. Well, might be the Michael Jordan baseball card, but. I got Sports Illustrated for kids. With Michael Jordan on the cover. Yes, yeah. That was because I had a subscription of it growing up, but there was other things than basketball in there. There was football, yeah, which I was into. You were more of a football guy. Yeah. All right. So let me flip that on its head then. If you had to equate a beer style, it's common now to the Dallas Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? Hey, I actually have a pair of Nike. I actually have a pair of Nike shoes. <laughs> that we bought from Ross. They were $250 at the Foot Locker store. I got them from Ross for 20 bucks. And they're Dallas Cowboy Nikes. They they even say Dallas all over. I didn't even realize they were Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> I just, they, I put them on, they were blue and gray, and they were comfortable, and I looked at the tongue, and I said, oh, it's got a, a star on it. And I looked on the bottom, and it, <laughs> thought so it was Converse. It's Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> And inside it says officially licensed Dallas Cowboy merchandise. It's like, well, that's cool. I think Steve is a closet fan of America's team. Nike made some very comfortable shoes that just happened to have Dallas Cowboys. They sure on. did. They sure that, did. <laughs> that's the only thing I had. But I, I don't know. 
a beer to compare to Dallas Cowboys. I don't know, Miss Mayor or Mrs. Mayor, Miss Miss Mayor. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not an. I'm not really an NFL fan, so. Of a college. Wayne, should we help him out a little bit? Found a friend. <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> beer that reminds you of the Dallas Cowboys of the nineties. Lone Star beer. Hey, there you go. Lone Star beer. Lone Star beer. Um, any Texas beer. Texas beer. She's going ultra specific. You're just blowing my style question out of the water. <laughs> I'm not used to doing this part of the episode in the front part. Usually it's the back part. I feel like yeah. y'all need to like study for these questions. Or something. No, that's the whole point of it. We don't study for it. We just shoot off the hit ad lib. Ad lib, and it's just fun like that. I think I've got one more. I've got one more before we get to our guest. I want to compare something to Pokemon cards. I've been thinking about this for for a few minutes now because I didn't want to just throw because it's, it's it's such a unique thing I didn't want to just pull it out of my butt. But I'm gonna go with Hefenweizen. I would definitely agree with that. Our daughter has recently gotten into Pokemon cards, and my mother went on Amazon and bought her the case. It bought her a mystery pack, and up until two weeks ago, our daughter had three or four cards of Pokemon, and she just got 200 cards just last night from my mother. <laughs> you better hold on to that box. It might, uh, it might wind up paying her way through college. <laughs> I, I know nothing about it. She was trying to explain to me how they work. And, but it's about trading. Like, what Pokemon reminds you, like, what kind of beer would you trade your friends, trade your friends for? <laughs> Yeah, so many people on my Instagram that I trade beer with, they're totally, eight state is like that Pokemon that everybody wants. If you want to compare it to Pokemon. If, you know, Pokemon's theme is you gotta, you gotta catch them all. So it's like, so many people reach out to me and say, hey, this eight state's coming up, can you go get it for me? Well, Well, they're all, Yep. Six o'clock in the morning. They're only doing a hundred bottles, and you got to get there at eight o'clock in the morning to stand in line. Are you going to? So when we say the beer of Pokemon cards is equal to the rare collab, I would say <laughs> collab. I love how you say that collab. No, your eight state, your uh, Rars, your Rars, Great Notion, four fifty North, Great Notion, stuff like that. On you know, this side of the of the states. Mm-hmm. I would say that's definitely like the Pokemon. Yeah, eight state, new grass. Um, you go out to California, it's more like the Piney Elders mm-hmm. beers and stuff like that. All right. Well, you know, we've talked a lot of stuff about the 90s. And one cool thing about the 90s is basketball. And you know what's cool about basketball? There's a guy that makes these impossible shots. And he drinks good beer too. Brewball. You may know him on Instagram. We're meet with him and dive into more of that. But we need to get going. What time is it? 9 03. 9 03. Don't bear to 
watch that your granddaddy gave you on aces and eights and some old riverboat. Always watch out for a red-headed woman or government man when he's thirsty for those things that I should have. Upstate Beer Boys podcast. We have a very special guest for you for the remainder of the show. An individual who has taken the social media waves by storm with all sorts of creative and impressive feats of athleticism and creativity alike. That is Mr. The One and Only Brew Baller out of the greater Virginia area. Sir, how are you doing tonight? How are you? Great, great. What's up, guys? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Thanks so, for having me, first of all. You are more than welcome, sir. More than welcome, my friend. So the first thing we want to do is we want to put you on the spot and get you to tell us about your page. What is your goal with how you run the Brewballer brand? That was a lot of bees. Uh, that was a lot of bees, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, goals, goals. Yeah, man. I don't know, man. Uh, uh, I never really, uh, honestly, I didn't think I'd still be around. Uh, I'm about two years into it, a little over two years into uh, into the brew baller thing now. Uh, kind of started as as uh, just a, a gag and. Uh, wasn't sure that it would last long at all. I figured I'd probably run out of shots or I'd run out of, uh, you know, ideas. And, uh, it's, it's for some, somehow it's sustained itself for, uh, over two years now. And I, I have no plans on quitting. So I guess I'm just going to try and keep it alive, man, as long as I can. And until, uh, uh, the whole thing just falls apart or, or I get sick of it or, 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 uh, you know, whatever, hit my shot and, and, and make it big time, <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever happens, I guess. How, how's the push, how's the push going to get you featured on SportsCenter Top 10? Uh, they didn't pay any attention to, to me or, or any of uh, my friends who were <laughs> rooting for me, <laughs> but, you know, I thought it would be funny to, to try and like, uh, you know, tag them so many times that they had to say something. But uh, no, they never responded. <laughs> but uh, it is what it is, man. I, I imagine they probably get that stuff all the time from all kinds of different angles. Bougie, bougie. I mean, you would think what you do and in our greater community, it would stand out as something different. Right, right. 
but you know, you know, no, no hard feelings, no, uh, no love lost. I, it was just a, it was like a kind of a, just a hail Mary. Let's, let's see what happens if we all tag sports center. And, uh, <laughs> they were like, nah, we're good. <laughs> I will, I, I will say sometimes the two and two together escapes my brain. And when I share your, share your posts and my stories, I kind of forget to tag sports center. So you can, no, blame don't me. Even worry about it, you can blame me. Don't even worry about it. Dude. I, I'm not worried about sports center. You're not worried about me. We're cool. <laughs> um, all right. So let's talk about your journey. How'd you, how'd you start the page? What guy you started as a beer sponsor? Um, so I had, uh, I, I never really was into, uh, social media really at all. And uh, I didn't have a Facebook or I had a MySpace way back in the day, but I never, I never really got into social media. I, I, I was kind of like, um, goaded into starting an Instagram page. And, uh, and uh, so I have a personal page, which is private. And then when they started doing like the, the stories, the Instagram, uh, yeah, the, the IG stories, I was messing around with those, and, and one day I was out in my driveway, and I uh, was playing with my kids. They had their little basketball hoop out there. I'm drinking a beer. I just do like a, a behind the back shot. I'm a computer over, and uh, and uh, like I, I make it, and I take a sip of my beer, and and like don't say anything, and just posted it to my story, and I got like a huge response from that from all my friends, and uh. So I was like, that was kind of fun. Let me try it again, like with the move the goal back a little further, see if I could do a longer shot. And so I did a story like that. And then I was like, you know, the pandemic hit. Um, I think like a lot of accounts, uh, mine was definitely um, uh, a result of just kind of being isolated. I decided to start a separate page where all I did was trick shots and beer reviews. And uh, like, like a lot of people in here, man, I didn't even know that the craft beer community existed or was as big as it is. Um, I learned pretty quickly though, that there was like a lot of people doing, uh, had, had craft beer pages and, and had them for a lot longer than I'd had them. So I was like, all right, cool. You know, and just, it, I just kind of was like, let me try and make a video here and there. And, uh, you know, it just kind of, it just kind of grabbed me and, and I just kind of want to keep going with it. I can appreciate that because I kind of, I came into mine a little bit blind. Like I had no idea what this community was outside of a friend. We all know beer for Booper. Mm -hmm. Um, And once I got started, it was just like account after account after account started popping up, started following back. That sort of thing. I'm like, this is, this is a lot bigger deal than I thought it would be. (laughs) Yeah. It's pretty deep. So, Technically, I have the next question up, but I think one of your previous answers would imply my co-host Steven's question to be more relevant to follow up next. You talking about my goal question? Sure am. Chase? Sure am. All right. So I was curious the very first time that I saw you do this, the goal and the ball belong to your children right yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I, I was very curious about that because i was like you know maybe he just uh because of covid went out and found <laughs> it at the goodwill or something but then when you were talking about your kids I, that's that's cool 
Yeah, yeah, that's it's their stuff, man. I mean, a lot of the uh, a lot of the, the shots that I do and, and the the things I come up with are just kind of like rummaging through this garage and seeing what I've got in here and and trying to you know come up with an idea for a trick shot or come up with an idea for a video with just the stuff that I have in here. And uh, yeah, man, the uh, the goal is theirs, the ball is theirs, but uh, you know, I I I definitely get more use out of it these days. Than they do. <laughs> Wayne, you want me to get back on schedule or you want next up? I got a follow up to Steven's question. So, is it a Fisher Price or a little Tyke's goal? <laughs> I'm glad you asked that question because uh, it is a Fisher Price goal. Um, and I cannot find Fisher Price goals anywhere anymore i wanted to buy a new one um because you know it's it's not gonna last forever i've i've, I've been putting a beating on it and i'm like <laughs> dude i don't yeah, think that have. uh i don't know that fisher price is even making them anymore i think little tykes has taken over i mean this this basketball goal was my seven-year-old's goal that we bought him when he was like two or something so i, I think in the in the recent years Little Tykes is like taking over the the mini hoop market, and you, dude, if you can find a Fisher Price goal somewhere, buy it, and I will pay you twice as much as you bought it, and and pay for shipping to get it over here, man. Because I need I need to start hitting yard sales and trying to find these Fisher Price hoops, man. I can't I can't find them anywhere, not even online. That's a call. That's a call to action, listeners. <laughs> but the Little Tykes one looks just as cool. On Amazon for thirty five bucks. Yeah, the little Tykes one's cool, man. But I mean, it, it's not the Fisher it's, Price one, dude. I, I know it, it's not the OG that you started with. I get yeah, it. man. It's like if I switch up, if I switch up the ball, if I switch up the hoop, it's kind of like I'm switching up the whole thing, man. And and I, I'm trying to keep it keep it one hundred. So yeah, exactly. listeners out there, if y'all got a Fisher Price hoop you're sitting on, you know anybody who does. You know, I mean, you can make a couple of dollars off it. I'll, I'll, I'll pay you more than what it's worth. <laughs> so what you're saying is, despite all, all the whether it's a no look shot or whether it's a no look shot or not, all the shots from atop the roof, from on the other side of the backyard, they taken a they take a beating on that hoop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of these, uh, a lot of these shots I set up where I put the goal on the top of the house. I mean, it doesn't always, it, sometimes it falls off, you know, <laughs> it comes tumbling down, dude. And, uh, I mean, it's sturdy. It's a sturdy hoop. Uh, you know, Fisher price don't make no jump, but, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely putting it to the test though, man. Cause I'm doing things with this hoop that were never intended, you know? And, uh, if it, uh, if it, if it fails on me one day, I mean, I, I can probably rig something up and try to keep it alive, but if I can find a brand new, fresh one just to have as a backup, yeah, that would be, that would be key. Jump, jump man, 23 K through five. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a good segue. The producer in me watches your videos and past the amazement of what you do thinks about what goes into making the videos. So tell us if you're willing to reveal the secrets of your trade. How long is the process to A, figure out what you want to do, B, take the shots, 
and then C, cut it all together. Um, the, uh, the idea for a video most of the time comes from either like, uh, I'm just kind of like perusing the, you know, the, the beer aisle and looking at the names of all the beers. And, uh, if I see something that kind of like step, like jumps out at me, then I'm like, okay, well that, that's an idea for, for a video. Uh, sometimes, you know, uh, I'll find like music or something that I like and like, be like, okay, I think I could have a concept to go with this song and I just got to find a beer to fit it. Um, so it kind of works either way. Either I'll find the beer that gives me the inspiration or I'll get some inspiration and I got to find the beer to match. Um, and what's then as far, um, I think what's harder is trying to find a beer to match whatever inspired me. Um, cause I'll be like, all right, I, I had, I don't know, for example, uh, I, I had an idea for this, like riding a bicycle, uh, like, so basically I, I would ride the bicycle and then jump off it and ghost ride the bike. And then when I played it in reverse, the bike comes to me and I jump on it and it takes me away backwards. Um, and that was like a, a, that was a pretty old video, but I ended up using, um, left-handed Bruins. Um, uh, what was it? Uh, wheels goes around Hmm. beer, which, uh, you know, I mean, left-handed is a a great brewing company, but I I would have liked to have gone with something a little bit smaller, uh, uh, a little less macro. Um, but I couldn't find anything, I couldn't find a good bicycle themed beer to save my life. And this beer had like, you know, wheels and like bike chains and shit on it. So I was like, I, I'll just use this one. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like the thing, man. If I got, if I get a good idea, um, uh, I'll see, I've even, I've even like messaged people and been like, Hey, you know, I'll, let's do a beer trade because I need to get a hold of that beer for, so I can make a video <laughs> with that beer. Cause that's, that, that would fit perfectly with what I'm thinking of. I love um, that. I love that. Yeah. Not not let's do a trade because I really want the shit that you got, but let's do a trade because it's gonna help out my brand. Let's do a trade because it's it's gonna it's gonna tie everything together for what I'm trying to do. But and I think most people understand that. And and uh I mean, you know, we all we all have our own like our own way of approaching our, our pages and mm-hmm. and doing what we do, and which is kind of like the coolest thing about it is that. You know, even though there's a lot of similarities, I mean, we're all basically just talking about beer and reviewing beer. Um, people put their spin on it, and the people put their own personal touch on it, and, and uh, that's what's cool about it. And I, I cut you off before in the middle of uh, your linear, chain of linear thought, so I apologize. So, if you want to continue what you were going to say before, oh, um, so yeah, I have the uh, the concept, um, the shooting part of it. Now, um, like, like I think I've, I've probably said this a couple times before, but I, I think like for a trick shot for me on normal, it's about like 20 to 30 shots to get it dialed in. Woo! Sometimes it's way more. Sometimes it's way less. It, it depends on what I'm doing. But uh, I think around 20 to 30 tries, I can start to figure out where I need to. I mean, I'm not like, I, I don't know how to like, oh, I'm going to nail this. It's like, I usually try to like figure out, okay, if I throw it this way, I'm going to increase the chances that it might go in. And like, and then I start trying to like, just send it in that direction and eventually it'll stick. But yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not like, 
the the I don't miss thing is just a it's a gag. <laughs> like, yeah, I miss a lot. So you do you employ one of your children to throw the ball back to you on the on the misses? I will um, if they are willing to. I will put them to work and be like, you can be go fetch. You'll get it. So you you may or you may or may not have just answered my follow up to that to the original question, but it's uh, of course the final product always makes it look like you're making the no looks off of the first shot. But have you did you ever record a video where you did make it off the first attempt? Yes, I have. I have. Oh, um, the uh, the only one that sticks out in my mind. I think there's probably been more than one, but the only one that sticks out in my mind is the. Uh, I did a beer for Oozel, uh, a video for Oozel Finch, uh, their beer called Crazy Pants. And uh, I threw it off of the side of my house and it bounced and it went behind the hoop, hit my uh, compost bin, bounced back, hit the house again, and then bounced back into the, uh, the goal. And my, my uh, intention was just to bounce it off the house into the goal, but it went past the goal, hit the compost bin, back to the house, back into the goal. It, it did this crazy thing and like it was just it was first try, dude. And I was just like, I, I still managed to keep a straight face. So but I, after I after I turned that camera off, I was like, what the fuck just happened there? I went back and looked at it and was like, oh my God, like that that thing went crazy. So it wound up making a cooler shot than you had originally intended yes, when you were going yes, into it. It did, it did. It made a it made a cooler shot than I had intended. And um I managed to keep a straight face, so it, it still kind of looked like that's what was, that was my intention. So it worked out pretty good, and it was first try. And whenever that happens, man, that's that's a great day. Yeah, I retired, done. Yeah, yeah, I should have quit back then. I should have quit a year ago. Sports Center top ten for that one all day long, right? Yeah, you just need to you just need to make a note in the bottom. Hey, this was one take. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, uh, no, I'll never forget that one. That'll always that'll always go down in history as like as one of those like total wins. All right, since we're talking about uh, basketball, um, so Michael Jordan or uh, Larry Bird, who's your pick? Ooh, man. And mind you, Wayne went old school with that. He didn't even say the generic Michael Jordan or LeBron James. Yeah. <laughs> wow. No, because we're talking about like off the house, off the compost bin, back off the house. The McDonald's goal, nothing but net. Reminds me of the uh, MJ Larry Bird commercial. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those were great. Those were great. Um, man, ah. I, I watched that that documentary, man. Uh, the Last Dance kind of made a, a Jordan fan out of me. Where I probably would have normally said, I probably normally would have gone for Bird, man. But I, I think I'm going to have to say MJ. MJ all day long. Yeah, I think I'm just going to have to say MJ, man. The dude, the dude just, I mean, you know, he kind of personified the game and 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 just. I mean, he 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 lived and breathed it, and he's still a, he's still a, a just an animal. So it's pretty awesome. To give it to him, and, and I mean, nothing against Bird, man. He's definitely one of the greats. No, Bird's a bad man, but I mean, six finals, six wins. You can't really compete with them, Jam. Yeah, it's like they, you know, you, you were scared if if he got the ball. 
if he got the ball, then it was over. You know, <laughs> it was like he wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna miss. He wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna f it up. You know, Chase said something about LeBron James, but I think if uh, MJ is prime versus LeBron James is prime, MJ all day. Yeah, no contest. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't know. I mean, maybe it would be a good, a good, you know, one on one dude. But uh, MJ just had a fire, man. Like a, a like a an unstoppable. So there was something in him that wasn't gonna let that ball not go in. Like he was gonna make it happen. So my question is, what style of beer do you like? Is there a specific style? that you go for during certain parts of the year or do you just like one style all year long or all year long and the heck with anybody's thought process? Man, I got a pretty easy answer for that. Um, I love loggers. I love loggers year round. Pilsners, crispy boys year round. Um, IPAs also, I can drink IPAs pretty much year round and, uh, dude, stouts, I can pretty much drink them year round too, but I I definitely tend to ease back on the stouts in the hotter months. Um, I definitely, I I, I tend to, uh, chase is on his chest. (laughs) I tend to, he said um, loggers first. Okay. He did. He did. did, Loggers are, uh, for me, and I've said this before on a couple of different um, lives and, and whatnot, but I'll say it again, dude. Like a, a well-made craft lager, in my opinion, is about the best beer you can get. If if somebody put their time and their love into making a good lager, a craft lager, man, like you just can't go wrong. Like with that's like one of my favorite things, man. And I love IPAs and I love stouts. And I love sours and I love, you know, all kinds of different stuff, man. But it, it, I always, I circle back to lagers, man. There's something like uh, something pure that you just, you can't, you can't hide it with boysenberries and marshmallows. It's, it's got, it's got to be, it's got to be well-made to be good. And there's no cheating. Dang. You, you can't. So the man said you can't hide it with fired. Shots fired. Can't hide the flavor profile with all the fruity stuff. (laughs) That's the thing about a lager, though. I'll back up what you said for a minute, and I'll probably make Wade fall out of his damn chair. But (laughs) you did a giveaway, and. It wound up being a two-winner giveaway only because your children didn't want one of them to draw the winner and the other one not to draw the winner. And I wound up winning the second part of the giveaway. And of those beers, you sent me the Bold Mariner Lucky Cat Pilsner. And that Mm. is still one of the best Pilsners I have ever had. That's a good good one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think I might have sent you... Did I send you a, a an Oozle Finch? You did send me an Oozle Finch. Was that the boysenberry marshmallow one? 
It, no, no, you did not. <laughs> you did not send me. You did not send me a fruited sour, sir. Okay. You did not send me. Okay. No, I think I sent you an actual, uh, I think I sent you a, um, a Schwarzbier from them. You did send me a Schwarzbier. Yes, you did. That's what it was. It was a short, it was real beer. uh, Real beer. Yes. It was real beer. Yes, 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 yes. I, I, I'm vaguely, I'm, I'm recalling the can now. I'm recalling the can design now. Yes. It was a Schwarzbier from real beer or from Ozil Finch boat real beer category, category. <laughs> theme, theme. <laughs> but yeah, like yeah, basically, I mean, dude, like to to answer the question, like fully, um, yeah, lager is probably my number one beer. Uh, then uh, it it probably goes. I'm gonna go IPA over stout. Um, but that kind of depends, like like seasonal. Um, but I, I do like uh. You know, I, I I like West Coast IPAs. I like uh, I like that bitterness. I like that grapefruit and pine thing, and I, I love my hazies too. Um, so the IPAs are another one of those things where it's kind of like yeah, year round. I can I can probably find one that I that I'm gonna enjoy. But yeah, I, I'm gonna go lager as my top style. Wayne Wayne Soul is very happy right now. As I sit here and drink an IPA. Yeah, I'm drinking an IPA too, though, brother. I got a little hazy. Yeah, but, you know, everyone likes to down on a cheese pizza, but a good cheese pizza is fucking great, so. Yeah, a great cheese pizza is even better. Brewballer, when we all three met, Wayne didn't really like IPAs, especially hazy IPAs. Mm. He's come a long ways. Four sour. Four sours, yeah. Yeah, the, the sours, sours is more of a gradual turn on him. We're, yeah, I'm still trying to get him to pick up a goza by choice. I wasn't, um, I was not well, a sour guy time out, for a time long out, time. Time out, time out, <laughs> Chase, I recommended a goza to you this year. That's true, but that did not taste like a regular goza. That did not taste sour at all, sir. <laughs> exactly, my point. <laughs> well, gozas are usually kind of a little more like, they have a little more salty, like salinity to them than they do sour. Yeah, like a real right. sour has like a funk to it. Where I think a lot of gozas are more like a salty, saltier kind of uh, 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 part of the palate. Accurate. <laughs> although, uh, although I'm not going to lie, it, it takes a lot for me to pick up the saltiness. So a lot of yeah. times they don't pick it up. A lot of times they don't pick it up. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it depends on which one you get. But, uh, yeah, I wasn't a big sour guy for a long time. I, I kind of avoided them. And then I, I got a hold of some of those Oozle Finch sours, man. They, they definitely changed me because they were doing some bold moves. They were, they were definitely coming up with some recipes that were, uh, risk taking, uh, and, and completely different than what I had seen. And, and then, uh, from then on, I, I've kind of, Switch my tune on sours, man. I, I give them a, I give them a try. I'm not saying that I like them all, but I like a lot of them. Um, quick follow up on Uzzle Finch because they are, they hold a lot of pride to the fact that I correct correct me to where my brain's going right now. Can't remember if they're female owned or female brewed or both. 
they hold a lot of pride to they're just the head brewers one female. of those two. The head, the head brewers a girl named Rachel Howard. I, 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 I don't want to get that wrong, but I think it's Rachel Howard. Um, and I think that she has started to spin off on her own and has a has something going on, a, a new brewery going on. I think it's called I think it's called Nost, N-O-S-T. I might have that wrong. That might be the name of one of their beers. But um, I'm pretty sure she's at the helm of that now. And it's it's pretty new. Still in the Virginia area? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've seen some of their stuff out and about. Um, I'll have to double check on that, though. I'm not sure if it's Nost or if that's just the name of one of their beers. But I think I think it's N-O-S-T is... is what it's called, but um, yeah, they uh, you know they they have uh, come up with some crazy recipes, man. At Oozle Finch, I mean, they've got some great IPAs and some great uh, lagers and stuff like that too. But they're they're really known for their um, kind of adventurous sours, man, where they throw like just the most insane stuff you can think of into these sours. They had one that was like an ice cream sundae that was brewed with like Hershey's syrup. Oh, and sprinkles yeah. and uh, all this other stuff, man. And I could Wayne, not don't shake drink your it. head at that. Don't shake your head at that. Dude, I couldn't drink <laughs> it. I, I drank about half of it and was like, I cannot finish this. And but I was at a, I was at like one, it was like the it was the release for this beer. And uh I but I was surrounded by people who were like, This is the best thing I've ever had. So it really kind of just depends on the person. But um I couldn't get down with that one. And like I said, man, like they're 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 super um, adventurous in the recipes, and like I think when it hits for me personally, it really pays off because like they really do a great job. But but I mean, some of their misses, man, are like I don't know. Maybe I just don't get down on the super sweet stuff. I think that might be part of the maybe the problem. Yeah. Um, but uh, some people do. Like they had the, they had another one, some kind of marshmallow beer that was like. Uh. Dude, it was like I think it was blue. I think the beer poured out blue, and uh, oh, I love it tasted. Oh, dude, it tasted like cotton candy or something. And I was well, just like, I cannot ingest this <laughs> liquid. I will I, pour this into the grass. Because at that I, point, Brewballer, I've got to follow up on that just real quick. There is a brewery that is near and dear to my heart. And Chase is actually wearing the hat that they gave us in Shelby, North Carolina. They're one of the previous guests. Cotton candy, blue fun dip, <laughs> and it pours blue. Mm. Like, Bro, it, you're not selling them on this. You're not selling them on this. <laughs> hey, you know what? I l- Let's make a trade, and, and I'll, I'll send you one. Oh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I'll send you some good beers too. <laughs> we could do a trade, man. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I, I want the blue stuff. I'm not sure if I want the <laughs> the blue juice, but uh, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I give anything a try, man. But it's something about. I think it's something about the overly sweet ones that yeah. uh, that I, I just don't find them like. You know, I could split one with somebody or something like that, but I, I, well, I know, can't get through the whole thing. So I brewed a beer that had coconut, fresh coconut, and fruity pebbles. 
And it wasn't, but it was, yeah. Bru, he he laughed at you before you even set it up. Yep. But look, it, I called it tropical bedrock because tropical from the coconut and fruity pebbles is from bedrock. Yeah, yeah. from bedrock. So, but it, it wasn't overly sweet. Huh. It wasn't overly sweet at all. And it was a, the base was a cream ale. Oh. It was good. It sounds kind of good. I mean, I can see that that happening. The the fruity pebbles kind of giving it a little uh, a little bit of touch of sweetness. But I mean, honestly, they're not that sweet to begin with, right? But sugar for uh, sugar ferments, mm-hmm. and so I didn't Alcohol. have to. Yep, I didn't have to add any grain to it. Yeah, and I guess the the fruity pebbles themselves had a little grain. <laughs> yeah, it's wheat. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, and you keep talking about it, but we haven't seen it or tasted it. So. Well, Ooh. I'm going to brew it again, and y'all Shots are going to help fire. me. How about that? Shots oh, yeah. Wayne, Wayne, I can tell Wayne's feeling good because Wayne's just pop, 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 pop. <laughs> well, normally it's that's It's usually me. not that. Do what, Chase? Normally that's me. <laughs> Wayne's usually not this mouthy. <laughs> Well, I think it's actually my question. <laughs> I think, but um, no, nope, right, I got so, another question. <laughs> all right, Chase Junior. <laughs> oh, oh, what is this? That wasn't shots fired. What? That was grenades being launched. <laughs> don't hate on, don't hate on me for being the king of follow-ups. That's just being a good interviewer. <laughs> There's stealing three of us here, okay? <laughs> Brew baller Chase steals our thunder every now and again. I don't, still feel, love I don't feel anyone's thunder. I just I just pay attention <laughs> to the conversation to keep the follow-ups going. <laughs> yeah, but that All makes right. us that makes us have three hour long podcasts. That's why we changed <laughs> our format. That's why Brew Baller gets its own episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Prior to us recording, you'd mentioned that you um, weren't so much in the basketball scenes, you weren't in the skateboarding scene. So, Vans, yay or nay? Vans? Yeah. That's a, that's a big yes on Vans. I, I, do, uh, I do like my slip-ons. All right. So, the cool story about Vans is back when I was a teenager, um, my parents couldn't like, give me a real pair of Vans, so I got the knockoff ones. So one year for Christmas, my middle daughter actually got me a pair of gray and black checkerboard Vans. Mm-hmm. Legit. So what Vans did you actually have, or do you have now? Oh, I still have. I still have plenty of Vans. Yeah. I have, uh, I got my uh, checkerboard slip-ons. I got my uh, classic low top uh, rust colored vans. I've got my all black uh, Stefan Janoski slip ons. Wait, no, those are Nikes. Those are Nike slip ons. Get that wrong. Um, and what else do I have? Um, looking at my shoes behind me. Uh, I think that's it for right now. I think I've, I've pretty much worn them out. But I'm down to uh, a couple pairs of slip-ons and then uh, some low tops, some low top classics. 
but uh, I, I do. I like I like my bands, man. I like uh, I don't have like high arches or anything like that. I kind of like that that flat footed feel, and uh, they just I don't know they 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 seem to fit right. And then uh, I'm I'm a big fan of slip ons too, man, because. Once you get used to not tying shoes, it's like, uh, why do people tie shoes? Like when they can just slip them on. I don't, it's an extra step. All right. My man right there. Draw draw a line in the sand right now. Crocs, (laughs) yay, Crocs, yay or nay? Um, Crocs are like, yay for my wife, nay for me. Exactly. (laughs) She loves hers. I've never owned a pair, nor will I ever own a pair. I just don't. I'm not going to. No, I'd rather just go buy a pair of slip-ons. I want the new cowboy boot Crocs because I wear cowboy boots all the time. I want those. Is that a real thing? Those are two things that do not come together. They're badass. Oh, come on, man. No, those are two things that do not belong together. Okay. Crocs Croc. are for people who are not cool enough for vans, okay? <laughs> I mean, you know, sometimes I think function over fashion, but Uh-oh. sometimes I'm like, nah, I, I just I don't I don't care how functional they are. I'm not gonna I'm not going crocs yet. Uh, I'm not saying that it won't ever happen, but I'm not there yet. Oh my goodness. Um, you know, I had it slated to ask about your local craft beer scene, but normally next, but normally I save that till the end. And I think I'm going to do that and go a little off script because that's not our normal style. We normally save that to the end. Um, so have we been on I, script? When have we ever been on script? Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go into a, st- we're, we're now going to go into a staple of the Upstate Beer Boys podcast with our social guest. And that is the word association game, word association game. And we try to time that, uh, uh, not, I'm sorry, not time that, theme that with the guests we're speaking to. Now, normally the, get, the social guest is somewhat closely themed to the brewery guest. But of course, this is your episode and your episode only. So we'll, and it still works for you. Uh, as Wayne alluded to before, a big theme of the 90s was basketball. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk craft beer themed to big um, items, big pop culture uh, phenomena, phenomena, big culture phenomena that took the 90s by storm. Now, the, now the first three that we're going to go through, the three of us already answered in the previous segment. So the first three questions are you only, my man. So what beer reminds you of Pokemon cards? Oh, Pokemon cards. Um, uh, Dude, I mean, like, all, all I'm thinking of is, like, craft beer accounts that have to do with Pokemon cards. I can't think of any beers. <laughs> like, uh, a beer that reminds me of Pokemon. Gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, that wasn't a hint. 
I'm oh. just saying. Oh, you got please know. God, don't say 450 North or, uh. or any of the bullshit. Yeah. Um, see, there's like, what is that dude's name? Uh, Charizard? Char- Charizard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Isn't there like a so what beer reminds you of Charizard? Um, we'll, narrow, we'll narrow it down. We'll narrow it down to make this selection easier. <laughs> uh, like how about like a smoked porter or something? There like you that? go. Because Charizard shoots fire. Yeah, I mean, smoking fire, so, smoke. Yeah, okay. Like a smoke porter for. Yep. I mean, yeah, dude, I mean, you got the wrong guy on that one. I, I kind of missed a, the whole Pokemon thing. Uh, that's all right. That's a warm-up. That's a warm-up. All right. The next two are still only you. The next one is Trapper Keepers. Mm. What beer reminds you of a Trapper Keeper? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, think of it being a fad. You know, like a fad beer. That's oh, okay. Fad that's functional. Well, okay. no, Trapper, <laughs> to me, Trapper Keeper was a fad that went out and now it's come back around. Is really? it back now? Yes. Yes. <laughs> they have, them. They have like, them at Walmart. I had so many Trapper Keepers. Yeah. Now. Actually, it started in the 80s, though. Yep. That and Lisa Frank. Lisa Frank's real big back now. All right, so uh, I think uh, uh, something that's kind of like a fad um, that uh, I think uh, maybe marshmallow and IPAs, that's kind of like a fad, I think, that probably is going to go away and maybe (laughs) come back. (laughs) No. Yes, marshmallows have no place in beer. Wait. It's out. It is out, maybe. The dessert stout, maybe. Yes, I don't exactly. think they belong in. Uh, I don't think they belong in IPAs, really. <laughs> Unless, I mean, I could be proven wrong. I think if somebody does does it well, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I this is this will be the one time I side with Wayne on sweet beers. The if oh. someone does it well, the if someone does it well argument with marshmallows. Only belongs with stouts. <laughs> I agree. I always think that uh, it's actually even kind of good in a stout, but uh, in an IPA, I'm just kind of like, eh. I don't know. Now, the next one before we get into more of a roundtable association is a style that now in our previous segment we differed a little bit because I mean Wayne's a little bit older than Stephen and I, so maybe this was not quite his thing in high school but for me in high school Timberlands were a big deal so what beer matches up to Timberlands as a status symbol okay like you gotta you gotta have this to be legit type yeah. of beer yes and and the viewers can't see but Wayne is putting his face in his hands right now boots. <laughs> 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 they were work boots, yeah. They um, are work boots. Yeah, they are. So uh, the the beer equivalent of a of Timberlands in the nineties 
Right now, I'd say probably, uh, uh, I don't know, like maybe seltzers. <laughs> oh! Every, everybody's got to have a seltzer. Like every no, sir. every brewery's every brewery's got to have their own seltzer now. It's kind of like, <laughs> not wrong. Not wrong. I hate it, it, but it's not wrong. I mean, it's, it, it's like I don't like them, but I, I think that it's there's no denying that uh, breweries are are cashing in on the seltzer fad, man, and everybody's coming up with their own. Yeah. Well, actually. The next style could go either way between Timberlands or 90s were known for this typical musical style. Boy bands, you know, you had your Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, a couple other ones. Um, I didn't really care for them, but my oldest daughter loved Backstreet Boys. And whatnot. So it could go either way between Timberlands and boy bands. But all right. So since you said seltzer for Timberlands, what kind of uh, beer we associate with boy bands? <laughs> I should have saved seltzers for that answer. That probably would have probably would have been better. But uh, okay, <laughs> don't so, say Pilsner. Okay, <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't disrespect Pilsners like that. Um, so the uh, the beer equivalent of '90s boy bands, um, probably uh, session IPAs. Oh, <laughs> that is out of the box. I just feel like uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I kind of like a session IPA every once in a while. Um, you know, probably more than I like a boy band, but uh, it's like you know. I think that's another one of those things. It's kind of like, it's, it's going to probably be around for a while. I mean, but I don't see it being like, you know, a staple in, in everybody's diet. The session IPAs are, they're, they're good in the summertime. If you're trying to go for the long haul. Same so, boy bands. So are you saying <laughs> that the chances of you drinking a session are equivalent to the chance of you rocking out to I Want It That Way at karaoke <laughs> at your favorite um, brewery. I would do those both <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, I would definitely drink a Session IPA and rock out to I Want It That Way. Um, no lie, baby. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye. And I'd chug it because and it's a Session IPA. Because it's a Session, you can just chug it. Just go ahead and move on to the next one. Right. <laughs> All right, we're ready for the next one. The next one's you. All right, so I had to go in the garage earlier to prepare for this question. <laughs> he still has some. This is amazing. Yes, I still have some. So when the movie Apollo 13 came out, they had this little container. Let me get my... They had Shit, Apollo little... 13 is a question in and of itself. No. Nope. <laughs> they, they had... I'm getting to it. They had this little Apollo 13. Each week, 
you could buy a piece of it. And what did it hold? This man is dedicated. Yes. Pogs. So I asked my daughter the other day, which is 10, if she knew what a pog was. And me being born in, in 1983, the early 80s, we had these. I even had a pod maker that was licensed. You could put whatever you wanted on there. So what style do you think would go with a pog? And and before before he answers, I just want to note that the daughter of a beer fluencer, when asked what a pog is, should answer passion fruit, orange, and guava. <laughs> well, <laughs> and I, I honestly, I thought she's going to say that because I've got a six pack of it from Scoffla in my beer fridge that she comments about all the time because it says pog on the box. So what what beer style would remind me most of, of a pog? Yeah, a pog. You don't you remember what a pog is? Yeah, yeah. The little uh little disc things. So what what with that quick, big heavy with that big heavy medallion that you slammed slammer. on the top of it. It was called a slammer. <laughs> so what year were you born? I was born in 77. Okay. So you were late teenager when pogs really took off. Yeah, I probably didn't mess with them. I, I, I don't. I don't yeah. recall. Because I, I, I was in the sixth grade and I was born in '83 when they okay. came out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think I messed with them too much. I mean, so it was like basically like a. It was kind of like a a game. You try to steal each other's pogs. Yep. You could play yeah. for keeps. And whoever used the slammer, whoever's turn it was, the slammer turned over the pogs, and that's the ones you got to keep. Okay. All right. They were milk caps is what it originally, the original glass okay. milk jugs that the milkman would put on your door. That was the cap that came out of there to keep the beer fresh. Milk. Yeah, the little, the, I said beer. <laughs> The the milk cardboard seal. Okay, that's, yeah. That's what they used out of the cap. Now right. beer, it all meshes together nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This Sorry, is lacto- there's lactose in beer. So we can- I'm sitting here looking at this beer. <laughs> There's no lactose in that beer. No, this is a Marzen. <laughs> I'm not a fan mm. of, but I'm I'm trying. Oh, I'm well, trying. hey, we'll a get Marzen, into that off air. We'll, we'll get into that off air. Yeah. Just for you, Wayne, from service. All right, so a pog beer. Um, see, something that you can kind of gamble around with, slam it down, win. And win. <laughs> and win. <laughs> um, Dude, I, I love the fact that you said slam it down, but then when you said you can win, it was like, <laughs> bam, that's a home run, brother. Yeah, dude. I think, all right, so a, a lot of people don't get down with, like, chugging stouts, but I think that they're easier to chug than than normal beers. Um, My man. I do. I honestly, I feel like there's less carbonation. 
that, that's a big thing. They just go down smoother. And then you, a lot of the times, man, they're coming with that high ABV, so you're going to win. I, I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, you know, the, the Pog equivalent would be a good stout, man, maybe even a milk stout, something a little bit with a little lactose in it. It's for the milkman. I would say milk stout <laughs> is the Pog <laughs> beer. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. Go <laughs> milk stout. So far, I think that's the best word association with your your answer about the milk it came stout. Full circle. <laughs> yeah. The milk stout. And that's originally where it came from. The our, man, our man Hell puts yeah. thought into it. Our man puts thought yep. into it. <laughs> so, but y'all like my little rocket ship? It was nice. <laughs> Oh that, boy, that, the, listen, the listeners with no video support are going to wonder what you meant by that. Do you do y'all remember Hardy's coming out with that rocket ship? What's well, Hardy's? I don't remember that. Yeah, Hardy's the restaurant. Each week you can buy another piece of it. And that was back when <laughs> that was back when like roast beef was their specialty. Yeah, and eventually. You would build the whole rocket ship. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's Arby's to me. That's, roast beef is Arby's. Oh, that, that's Hardy's. It used to be Hardy's. Yeah. <laughs> Newsflash in the 90s, I was in South Florida and Hardy's does, does not exist down there. Carl Jr.'s. Carl's Jr. Or them too. Oh, oh really? Hey, I didn't have I didn't have them either. I didn't have them. I didn't have checkers. Oh wow. Out of the north. We had checkers in South Florida. So. <laughs> I'd Man, see the rallies. Parties was big. They did that for Apollo 13. And then when that, um, uh, the NASCAR, I can't even remember what it's called, Days of Thunder, when it came out, mm-hmm. each week you could purchase a car. Um, I think there's like six cars. And I've got those still in the wrappers with the Hardy's wrappers still around. Ooh, mint in package. Yep. Mint in Hardy's package. It was the inner, <laughs> it was, it was like the interstate car, the mellow yellow car, um, the Chevy, whatever the Chevy dealership was and the Hardy's car. Yep. I got all <laughs> those still in the Hardy's wrapper. <laughs> Wayno, you want the next one or you want to do back to back? All right. So we talked about vans. So off air, we talked a little bit about your background as far as did you play basketball? And you said, no, not so much. I was more of a skateboard fan. So the 90s with Tony Hawk, skate parks were becoming the norm. So what beer style beer style resonates with you as far as skateboards, skate parks, Tony Hawk, Big Air? The floor is yours. All right, skate a skate beer. Um, and please don't say milkshake IPA, please. <laughs> was not definitely was not going that way with it. Um, Wayne's trying to up. keep you in his ballpark. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, I'd say what I would think of 
I mean, now, so when I grew up skateboarding, we used to drink freaking PBR, man. We slammed PBR because it was cheap and we were broke. And we had, you know, we, we built ramps in our backyards. You know, we, we didn't have uh, here in southeastern Virginia, we didn't have uh, skate parks, really. This, this is like in the last 10 years or so, we've really started to get a lot more concrete parks and good places to skate. Um, so we used to just build our own scene. Um, and this meant like either in our backyards or we would find some abandoned warehouse and just go in there and start poaching it and start setting up our own stuff. Um, and it was definitely a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, uh, cheap beer and, uh, and a lot of weed. We definitely smoked a lot of weed and, and drank a lot of cheap beer. Um, so I, I would say if, if I was going to put a style of beer in today's, you know, craft, scene i'd say I'd, I'd be going for something with uh like an an ipa with like some uh a little a little cannabis hint to it maybe a little uh a little terpenes or or uh a little bit of a a, a kush kind of kind of a uh dankness to it man I'm, I'm down with the dank i'm down with the uh Yes. Now maybe a West Coast. I think a good West Coast IPA, man. Maybe with a little bit of dankness to it, a little bit of a uh, uh, little bit of cannabis aroma would probably be a great beer to have while you know enjoying a good skate session. If anyone listening out there knows of a good hemp West Coast IPA, get in my DMs and send me one. <laughs> There's, I mean, dude, there's a lot of them out there now. Uh, the 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 beer that I was, I just did a, a man had some heavy cannabis flavor. That was a Machine Heads uh, High and Dry. That one had uh, a decent amount of uh, of uh, that resinous, uh, like almost like uh, hemp oil flavor, um, which I kind of I, I, I find that it kind of brings me back into it because it, when it mix, mixes with that citrus. Kind of just kind of dances all around your palate, man. Wayne, or not Wayne Chase. That's kind of like the was it the G thirteen strain from that's Sweetwater? Sweetwater G thirteen. Yeah, that down one has in, a lot of good. Uh, yeah, good, down in Atlanta. Yeah, that's got a lot of good uh, four twenty vibe to it. Oh man. yes, yeah. And, I mean, it's just it's just a you know it's just a hop flavor too. You know, it's not they're not. Throwing freaking weed into the mash? <laughs> no, they're putting hemp though. It's on oh, the can. Is there there's hemp? hemp. Yes. Oh, okay. And the G13 strain. It says that there's hemp in it. Okay. Oh. Well, you know, hops and hemp and cannabis are all kissing cousins. Exactly. That's accurate. <laughs> they're all related. So next up is the OG of the video game era. Whether it's Mario Brothers or Duck Hunter, what is your beer style to match up with Nintendo? Ooh, Nintendo beer. Um, man, I love Nintendo. Man, I grew up, you know, I was, I was, I was glued to my Nintendo for years. 
So, uh, I'd say, uh, something like a crispy boy, maybe for, uh, for a Nintendo, man. Cause it's just like one of those things you can just go on for hours, spend your whole day drinking crispy boys. You can spend your whole day playing Mario. Be about the same thing. Wayne, why are you shaking your head at that? You should be jumping up for joy right now. <laughs> Legends of Zelda is not a crispy boy. That's uh, 64. That's 64. Oh, uh, no, the, the original. Still the 90s. <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I I feel like Nintendo can last for hours, though, man. You can spend a whole day doing it. I can't spend a whole day drinking a whole lot of beers, but I could probably spend a whole day drinking crispy boys and keep it together. That's fair. Right. You're not gonna play golden. You're not gonna play golden eyes chugging down imperial stouts. No. <laughs> Maybe chase them. Hey. Switching from Nintendo to the one gaming system I played in the '90s religiously was Sega Genesis. Me and my roommates, we play Madden. We play NHL '95, '94, '93. Um, you know, it's the one appreciation that got into hockey was because of, of NHL, uh, especially the Calgary Flames. Their goalie was lights out. So, so transitioning from Nintendo, Sega. What's your beer style that we associate with uh, Madden or NHL? Hmm. Something that hits hard. Okay. Okay. I want to answer that one. <laughs> um, let's see, man. Uh, Madden, NHL, heavy hitter. I mean, why not just, you know, go with the, the, the Quippa, man? It's oh! Google IPA. Drop the drop the quiver bomb, the Q bomb. The Q bomb. All right. So since you said that, what do you think is more heavy hitting, the quadruple IPA or the quadruple, like Belgian style? Ah. Uh, oh hmm. man. Um. I think personally, the the quadruple IPA hits harder for me. Because I've drank some quadrupels that, you know, definitely, you know, will, will knock you out of your socks, man. But I've never had a hangover like I've had from a quadruple IPA. That's, that's a different kind of hangover, man. That's the kind of hangover that hurts from the back of your neck, the back of your eyeballs, down to the back of your feet. You're just, like, painful. Now, now we know why he likes lagers. <laughs> <laughs> I drink them all, man. But I guess uh, getting into my, uh, you know, getting into my uh, my my age is going up a little bit. Maybe I'm trying to like dial it back a notch. But I'll drink it. I'll drink anything. Damn, I don't. I don't want to have to deal with it the next day because uh, I I don't bounce back as fast as I used to. Oh, Father Time. Yeah. I feel you there, bro. <laughs> I'm as good once as I ever was. Mm-hmm. As a kid, as a 
as a kid from the 90s, and, you know, they've got this little TikTok that says. This you little get, TikTok. Yeah, a TikTok. <laughs> well, they got, y'all are crazy. They've got a TikTok that goes around that's got a mother and a daughter, and it said, this sound will always separate the generations. And they play the sound, and the child is like, I don't get it. I've never heard it. So dial up internet. AOL. Damn right. AOL. It's like, they're like, I don't know that sound. I've never heard it. It was like, you were sitting there trying to like chat room, and all of a sudden, my mom would pick up the phone and start dialing. I'm like, oh, I lost connection. What the heck? Exactly. And you would you would get like an update CD-ROM, and they would send it to you in the mail, and you'd have to download it to update it. Or the checkout line at Kmart. Yeah. Oh. Oh, we're going to go with Blue Light Special and check out with Kmart? <laughs> we're going to go Kmart. Blue light I mean, at that point, what do we say? What's slower, the Blue Light Special checkout or dial-up internet? I don't know. <laughs> well, Blue Light Special was the little corner of Kmart that they would have the stuff that people didn't want, basically, and they would have it on discount. There was hey, there was one Kmart in town where I grew up, and uh, I was, we had three. I was eight, and I was eight. We had three. <laughs> oh man, the the Kmart pizza and the French fries inside the Kmart little restaurant—that yeah. was off the chain. Oh, brewball, or No, no, no. I know what you're talking about, but I never actually had it. I never uh, actually ate it. And and I, the Mac the McDonald's inside the WalMarts. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, mean, I probably had some of that. But I mean, I remember the, the Kmart, like they had the popcorn smell. Oh, man. And the hot dogs. And the, and the hot dogs. The, the, and the pizza. And like, and I, the pizza. Ne- never ate at the Kmart, man. Never did. What? I never did. I, I oh, missed man. out on that one. I grew, I, up on sh- a, I, I grew up on the Mill Hill. Well, I grew up on the Mill Hill in a mill village. So that, that was, man, that was good eating. Hell yeah. Shit. I don't know. I wish I had done it, man. I can't believe I missed out on that fucking Kmart pizza. So what do you think about dial up? What I didn't mean to go like off on a tangent. Yeah. (laughs) Well, somebody mentioned Kmart, Blue Eye Special, Wayne. And I was like, oh yeah. I could take this all back. Because you had your American online disc at the cashier's line. And then his Little Caesars Pizza right there at Kmart in the 90s. Yep. You know, kind of ironically, real quick, and I I won't get off the tangent again. Brewballer, Brewballer, the Kmart that is in Greer near near me has turned into a Ross clothing store. The other one in Malden, close to me, has turned into a Ben Time store, which ironically is an Amazon resale store. Yeah. But they kept the buildings. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our Kmart turned into a 
I want to say it's like a Halloween store or something. Yep, so yep. nothing but costumes and, and weird shit like that. That's Kmart's Hollow. Yeah, I think Kmart's like gone around here. I don't think they have any left. Yeah, they're all gone from here too. So, so are you saying uh, uh, the dial-up beer, the dial-up, dial-up internet, dial-up internet equivalent? Yeah. Uh, and so, like beer. old school. Okay, uh, I would think slow burn. Well, no, well, yeah, I didn't think of that, Chase. I was thinking like old school that most people don't even think about nowadays, but. What yeah, is slow I, burn? I like Chase. A slow burn because it took you three hours to get online. <laughs> 30 minutes. Felt like three hours. Oh, yeah. You try sitting in a chair as a freaking 12-year-old. Oh, yeah. Dial up internet beer. We gave him so many different directions to go. Chase. We should have put bag phones in here too because I originally had a bag phone for my house. A bag phone. What? I know a rotary phone. What the hell is a bag phone? That was what was in the cars. You had a little cigarette plug. Yeah. Plugged it into your cigarette. That was just a a mobile phone. The first. Yeah, that was before cell phones. I didn't know they were were called bag phones. I still got mine. It came in a neoprene bag (laughs) with a handle. All right, you yeah. know what? You're not the guest, so let our guest speak. <laughs> I'm sorry, Brew Baller. No, 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 no. Uh, you just, yeah. Hey, this is- Chase, Chase warned you at the beginning. <laughs> uh, this is a, a trip down memory lane. I, I'm muting now. I mute myself. Kmart and bag phones and dial up internet. Man, um, the dial up. Internet equivalent of a beer to me would have to be uh, um, like uh, maybe something in the nineties that like a like a Zima or a, <laughs> something that like it just it 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 sucked and uh, but you still wanted it because you weren't <laughs> you wanted to be cool you yeah wanted you wanted to be cool. Be cool. So you like, and you weren't supposed to have it. So you went ahead and got it anyway. And then like the girls would, the girls would like drop Jolly Ranchers into theirs and they'd change colors and shit. And hey, hey and hold on, that. Wait, wait. Hold on. I can imagine like if, if you drop a Jolly Rancher into a Zima, it probably makes the same sound as dial up internet made. Hey, Wayne, Wayne, wake up. Wake up, Wayne. Hey, what's the beer? What's the beer today? What's the beer today that made you feel cool to have that you weren't supposed to have? <laughs> hey, didn't they remake the Zimas not too long ago? If they did, I don't want to know about it. I'm pretty hey, sure they did. What is uh there is a Zima now. There's a new Zima. It's not Zima, but it's it's pretty much the same shit. And they're they're selling it's it now. Pretty much seltzer, yeah, pretty much any seltzer. But uh, what the fuck was that? Can we just answer seltzer for two questions? <laughs> seltzer is yeah, all of the above are the original seltzers, okay? Yeah. It's like a malt liquor seltzer. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So, what? Which actually gives it a little bit more street cred. 
<laughs> That's true. It's a lot easier. Oh. It's a lot easier to respect a cold 45 than <laughs> a Bud Light margarita. Hey, Brew Baller, <laughs> look at the screen before I forget it. <laughs> what the fuck is that? It's a crock cowboy boot, and we oh, will forget this and put it out of the interview. <laughs> I told you I would find them. <laughs> Can somebody please turn those into a beer? <laughs> that's like Can somebody put cowboy boot crocs on a beer label. That's like I'll, a fruited fucking, brown ale. That's like a fruited brown ale. <laughs> no, it's like a brown ale. <laughs> wait, wait, what was that? What was what was your interpretation of today's croc cowboy boot beer? <laughs> uh, a fruited zima. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just put some Skittles in there and you've got a fruited Zima. Please don't yeah. disrespect the brown ale like that. <laughs> oh We've already gosh. disrespected a lot in the last 30 seconds. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, hey, so, so either Brew Baller is going to ask to come back again. Or he's going to hate us forever and block us all. Or he's going to block all three of us and he's going to say, I never again want to be a part of those guys. I don't know them. They do not exist. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm having fun. This is a good time. I'm having fun. We're, we're talking about some stuff that I haven't thought about in, in uh, decades. Well, speaking of stuff you haven't thought about in decades, Wayne's got the last question before we move on to something more official. Okay. <laughs> Where the hell are we? Hey, I'm it was the one you wanted. Hey, you well, wanted this question. You wanted hey, this question. I'm surprised that Papa Sage, that's what we call him, Brewballer. <laughs> I'm surprised Papa Sage is still with us and not passed out. We're close. <laughs> Talk about shots fired. Jeez. No, his right, grandpa. So <laughs> we talked about dial up internet. NHL 95, Nintendo, skateboards, pogs, boy bands, Timberlands, Trapper Keepers, and such. So, fax machines, which, believe it or not, in the 2020s, we still use freaking fax machines. For some reason. Yeah. And the only pop culture reference in fax machines I can think of is the movie Office Space. But they take it out back and they beat the ever-living shit out of the mm-hmm. fax machine. I have that function. To the tune is, it feels good to be a gangster. Yep. So, you know, I've heard all sorts of beer styles, so fax machine, beer style, office space, gangsters. Hit me with it. What can you surprise me with with a beer style that equates to fax machines. To fax machines getting destroyed to gangster rap type of deal? Sure. Close okay. enough. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. What, what did you just drop a bomb on? Like a... You dropped a bomb on me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, damn. Wayne's got a hit karaoke up at Clock Tower Tap Room sometime. <laughs> but you turn me on. <laughs> Maybe Steven does too. I don't know. No, I can't carry a tune with a bucket. <laughs> what the hell you been drinking tonight, bud? 
Hey, we'll get to that. We'll get to that in a moment. Uh, we'll bit, get to that uh, in a moment. Twelve percenters. <laughs> BB, I apologize for my co-host. <laughs> I don't apologize for us. You knew what you was getting into. Chase gave you a little glimpse. He warned you, Brew Baller. <laughs> Did I? Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say, like, so for uh, um, a, uh, a fax machine um, equivalent of today's beer style would be, uh, let's see, what, what do we still drink that we probably shouldn't drink anymore? Ice beers. Oh, oh, yeah, 100%, 100%, dude, that's it, that's it, ice beers, why are those still around? (laughs) Why are they still around is exactly right. Smearing off ice, I mean, it's like, it's a gag, it's a joke, ice somebody, get down on one knee and drink it. It is a the same as like, like like when you get ice and you have to get down on your knee and, and chug it. It's like the same as like you know putting your bare ass on a fax machine and faxing it to somebody. I've seen that on weddings and TikToks where the the guy will go down to grab the garter and the woman will hold the bottle up. It's like really, yeah, you just got ice on your wedding day. Yeah, and you got to kneel down and chug it. Chug it. Yeah, I, I I'd have been pissed. We used to ice each other at the bars. We'd, we'd buy a, a spin off ice and then slip it, in, find a creative way to get somebody to to open it or, or reveal it, and then they have to drink it. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like the gag, the same as like, you know, faxing your butt cheeks to somebody or, or, or using the copy machine to, to, to you know, get your, your butt crack on it. The same as the smearing off ice, man. The same as getting iced. Oh it's all God. ass. Amazing. So we've talked about you. We've talked about your brand. We've had a lot of fun. Or at least, at least, at least, I like to think we've had a lot of fun. <laughs> let, let let let's talk about some official business. You're in Virginia. We can't let you go without talking up your local craft scene. You posted up there. It's known as the state for lovers, but it's also a state for beer. So we want to know, we want to give you the chance to talk about two things, the power players in Virginia and the dark horses in Virginia. All right. All right. Um, Power players, man, uh, pretty easy answer for me. I'd say the Vale, Um, the Vale out of Richmond, the Vale right here in Norfolk is, uh, you know, they're as far as, um, as hazies, man, you, you just don't, get better quality hazies like it's it's a, you got to drive a long way to get a better hazy than you're going to get from the Vale. um also uh out of richmond there's a, a brewery called the answer that is uh, a little bit newer but they are also cranking out some heavy heat everything i've had from them so far has been just off the chain man and they they're giving the veil like a run for their money um, I, they're pretty much neighbors, but, uh, the dark horse, um, 
there's probably quite a few of them around here, man. Uh, I don't want to like start naming off too many because I'm going to leave somebody out. But I'd say, uh, you know, as far as like uh, around here, the some of the breweries that don't get the the clout that they probably deserve. Uh, Benchtop is one of them. Um, there's a, a a little brewery right here in Portsmouth called Momac that is flying under the radar, but coming with some heavy hitters, man. They got a couple of beers. They have a Mexican lager right now. That's one of my favorite beers. It's kind of been like my stable beer all year round. It's called Orizaba. And it's, uh, dude, it's, it's, it's one of those beers that like they, they brewed it just for like a one-time thing. And people liked it so much that they turned it into a year-round beer. Um, and they got some some uh, some shelf space at the grocery store, which for a really small brewery, to have some shelf space at the grocery store is a pretty big deal. They uh, So uh, I'm, I'm hoping to see more things come out of them. And then, uh, yeah, man, I mean, there's just there's a lot of sleepers, man, around here that people just don't even know about, dude. Uh, young veterans, uh, Commonwealth, um, you know, uh, Elation. I mean, there's there's some rad breweries, man, that are just consistently putting out good stuff. Probably don't get the the clout they deserve. I, I need to try and find a, a way to uh, to try and hype them up some more. But, hey, uh, real quick, I did. I got a beer from Young Veterans because I'm a big Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fan. Yeah. So. Daisies in the half shell. Talking yeah. about talk about nineties or so, I guess eighties. Mm-hmm. Frothy beard, frothy beard down in Charleston did a um, teenage mutant ninja turtle beer, and a guy from Virginia saw it, and I told him I said if you'll trade me the beer that the brewery that you just talked about the young veterans. The young veterans, they did a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle beer. Yep. So you trade me four pack of that, I'll get you a four pack of the one from Charleston. Did you get it? Oh yeah. yeah. It's on my beer fridge. Yeah, that hazy's and a half shell, man. That was pretty yeah. good, man. It it had the little sewer, the little sewer cap, and it had all their um their stripes on top yep. of it. Yep, all their bandanas. Oh yeah, I, is that, I got it. Is that really what the series was called? Hazy's in a half shell. They no. just had like one beer, one beer called Hazy's in a half shell. It had like the Ninja Turtles on it. I think it was like yeah. a, it was like an IPA, but it had like a, like a really like berry kind of flavor to it, like uh, almost like almost like a fruity pebble kind of thing going. Yeah, on. It, it it was very fruity. Yeah, it was good. The the yeah. one that bearded. Or frothy beard did in Charleston. They did flavors for like each, each one. Ninja turtle. Each turtle, yeah. So, um, Splinter the rat was a Baltic porter, mm. and then each one of them was like a sour, a blueberry IPA, and so I I traded. So I have heard of young veterans. Yeah. Yeah, they they do some good stuff. I met the owner a couple of times, man. He's a really good guy, um, and they uh, they have some cool stuff, man. They have some good. They they actually are really focused on loggers and pilsners, which I thought was kind of rad too. Being uh, you know that everybody's in the haze race, 
they they kind of like fell back and and kind of like picked up on the uh, the uh, pilsners and lager game. So let's put you on the spot. You said the top two are the veil and the answer. What's better right now? Right now, um, I think the veil probably still holds the top spot. Um, I think the answer's hot on their heels, but I think the veil probably still holds the top spot. Man, I've, I've I go there uh, not as much as I used to, but I, I still try to get there once in a while and and try out their new stuff. And uh, they never they never let you down, man. It's a it's a really cool spot. Um, I always grab a couple four packs to go and try something on tap. And uh, it's like if you want um, if you like hazy IPAs then you're going to fall into like uh, you go there, you're not going to want to leave because they just got so much going on. And you think to yourself, you know, all hazy IPAs taste the same, but no dude, like they, they take them and they take them in completely different directions and they're all good for what they are. So yeah, I'm going to give it to the veil, man. I mean, Chase, have you ever had the veil? I just had a fruited sour. So they came into the upstate and the whale in downtown Greenville had a big welcoming party. So they are distributing in the upstate of South Carolina now. Nice. They're, they're down nice. In the, they're down in the Midlands too. Craft and nice. Draft. Awesome. Craft, so it's craft and draft just had six beers. So it's all of South Carolina then, baby. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. great. Now yeah, we they, just got to get the answer in because I love the answer. I get the answer sent to me by a friend, and I was just asking, yeah, he's a military guy. He's up there stationed, and he loves eight state. So I send him eight state brewing, which is here in Greenville, and he sends me the answer beer. And I was just talking to Chase about it the other day. Dude, that's awesome, man. Yeah, they have good stuff. I'll get you one, Chase. I've only had a couple of them in. Um, I did a video for their beer called Hard in the Paint. And uh, that was a, a West Coast IPA that uh, I was like, man, this is like absolutely, you know, like top notch, dude. Like I could drink this all the time. I had some people come into the comments and tell me that that's not even, that's not even one of their good beers. Like right. that's one of their like okay beers. Yeah. I, I got to find the video that they did the apology video and send it to you because they had made an Oreo stout beer and they used fresh Oreos and some guys were like buying it from them and then shipping it. And the cans actually exploded because it was still fermenting as it was getting hot. They did a, they did a funny video, you know, like apology. And it was like, Oh, I, a guy sitting at the bar is like, I didn't realize that it was going to explode with the fermentation. And I wish I'd have thought something on that, you know, but they apologized, even though it wasn't their fault. No, it's, it's not their fault that guys shipped it out to California. Yeah. Without ice. <laughs> yeah. In the uh, middle of July. Yeah. And so they apologized and they actually gave people their money back. And I was like, you know, kudos to them for wow. standing up for it, but it wasn't their fault. Yeah, they didn't have to do that. No, there's many a breweries that'll say on there, um, like Newgrass and Westbrook, fresh fruit, keep cold. Yeah. I mean, and there's had that on there too. So yeah, 
they didn't have to do anything, but that says a lot to them. Yeah. A lot about their brewery. Yeah. And, and it's connected to a Chinese restaurant, which has phenomenal Chinese huh. authentic. So that's even better. Well, man, I got to go up there sometime. I think we were talking about making a Richmond trip uh, sometime here in the next couple of months. Um, and so if I do, I'm definitely going to hit the answer, man. I want to yeah, check them out. You go out the back door and you're in a, you're inside the restaurant, the Chinese <laughs> restaurant. Hell yeah. They, they do collaborations all the time. Okay. Oh, that's cool, man. You actually know a little bit more about the answer than I do, but I just know they have some good beer, man. Only because I got friends <laughs> right? <laughs> that hooked me up. Right. Like we all good. do. Yeah. Hell yeah. Before we wrap up, we always go around the table and tell us what we drank. So we'll give the guest the first, the first crack at it. BB, what were you sipping on? Um, so tonight I was drinking on uh, Battery Steel Brewing's uh, Flume Light. Flume. This, Flume Light. This is an IPA. Oh, it's a session IPA, coming in at four point eight percent. Session just much like your boy band. Yes, yes, uh, yeah. That, I shouldn't be <laughs> drinking this while I'm singing my karaoke song. <laughs> it's gonna be me. <laughs> Wayne, uh, what's you got? <laughs> Wayne, what you got? All right, so I started finishing up the uh, thirteen stripes uh, crafter eye uh, triple IPA. Beautiful. Get a robust, small, twelve percent ABV. Wow! And then we finished up with the construction crisis IPA from most recent guest brewery, Magnetic, Magnetic South. South. Yeah! Coming Shout out to cousin. Five point two percent ABV. You know, start strong and finish uh, mild. In, so. in like a lion, out like a lamb. <laughs> so, triple IPA and finish up with a, I, I feel it's more of a West Coast IPA, but pretty um, pretty drinkable and uh, fantastic. Nice. I uh, also had a 13 Stripes offering. The, this is a continuous series from 13 Stripes. It is the Future World 17, which, as you can imagine, is the 17th iteration of the series, a double New England style, checking it at a solid, robust 8.5%. Nice. Session beer. Yes. <laughs> Session beer for professionals. Brew Baller, we're definitely going to have to send you some 13 stripes. Veteran-owned, every single can is drawn out by an artist local and every single can has yep there you go every single yeah. can has a story whether it be about the revolutionary war or someone famous in our history that made the war better or or contributed in some way i uh, yeah i was just admiring the uh the can art there on uh, chase's can it was yeah. pretty uh pretty and, pretty good and it's in an old cotton mill oh. locally that they took the historical site, they gutted it, and there's a uh, 
a, a world like world famous painter that paints everything upside down. Wow. Why he's singing the national anthem. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. He's inside hey. there um, in his studio. There's a woodworker that's got a woodwork shop in that studio. Did, did I, they do that uh, that craft or die beer as well? Right, that right. that was thirteen tribes as well. Yeah. So I went with uh, a beer that I've been wanting to try, and I I don't even play the board game. I don't even know how to play it. Dungeons and flagons. <laughs> Talk about nineties. Talk about yep. 90s. Yeah, we missed a vote on that. We missed a vote completely. So, kind of backstory, these two guys know our my co-host, but Brewballer, one of the local breweries that we had on the show previously, they actually done a Dungeons and Flagons. They played Dungeons and Dragons while they were drinking their beer at the brewery. So, that's a little hazy IPA. It's pretty good. I love Service Brewing in Savannah, Georgia. That's another veteran-owned. And I'm not a big Marzen fan, but Wayne is. And I picked it up. I picked it, uh, Chase is too. Yeah, I'm sorry, Chase. I forgot. <laughs> I picked it up for $1.99. And it doesn't expire until 2023. <laughs> I was like, I mean, I'll try it. It's a cheap That's beer. an investment, brother. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's and then good... Steel Hands down near Chase, they're big on police backing them, backing the canines. And they came out with a six-pack mixed, three different beers in a six-pack. This one, they've got like a grapefruit. I can't remember the other one. I hadn't looked at it yet, but that's the other one I had. Users. Three different beers and a six pack. That's okay. Pretty good. Oh, yeah. Steel hands. Out of all of them, that was the best. That little juicy, hazy yuzu citrus. (laughs) Sounds good. Which is kind of crazy because Steel Hands is one of the big distro breweries down here. So for him to drink three beers during our sit down and that would be the best one, it kind of speaks a little volume. For sure. Chase, Chase, you've had some that I haven't had because there's beers that are um, brewery. What do you call it? They only have them at the brewery. brewery. There's not many. There's not many there. Most, most of them go into distro. Yeah, but didn't you say there's a few that are good? Unless you're stalking my untapped, I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. Just our conversations. <laughs> I don't know. If you guys had that uh, triple IPA from 13 Stripes, it'd blow everything else out of the water. <laughs> Which one is that, Wayne? After Die. After Die. After Die. I, and I'll say one more thing. Brew Baller, when we went to 13 Stripes, Michael, the owner, came out with a case of beer, and he said, some of these are labeled. Some of them are mystery beers. We don't know what they are. They didn't get labeled. Oh, fun. Y'all, y'all can split them. So we split them. And it was like, what am I going to crack? And I, cracked I don't know. One, I cracked one, and I was like, 
this smells like a 15% bourbon barrel aged beer. I, ironic, ironically enough, not the first time that's happened. <laughs> right. Yeah. We, we've gotten other beer from people and it's, it's awesome. Hell yeah. But, but yeah, that was, I, I swear the one I got and the one Chase got and maybe Wayne got one was the bourbon barrel aged 15% beer. I got at least three of those. Yeah. yeah. Wait, yeah. Wayne, Wayne died in March. <laughs> but, we had the but, interview in January. Wayne was dead yeah. by March. But Brewballer, it, it was a good beer. It was just one of those that you take to a bottle share. Yeah. And yeah. you share it with like 10 other That's, guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's what I and, do. Like I, I get some of those heavy hitting uh, uh, barrel aged stouts, man. I get like... Yep. You know, thirteen to fifteen percent type beers, and uh, that's when I get uh, my brother-in-law to come over, and yep. it's just like, here, just share this one with me because I don't need to drink the whole thing. And then after a couple of those, he's like, "Man, I'm not drinking with you anymore." <laughs> he's because like, even you know, even when you split them, if you have a couple of them, oh, they'll yeah. catch up on you, man. And but, that, uh, they're, you know, they're fun. And- and that, that is why Wayne chugs porters because he drank three mm. barrel-aged imperial stouts in a two-month span. <laughs> I don't know, Chase, you had a barrel-aged sour that you brought that was like, what was it, like a $30 bottle, and it was like, woo. I didn't have that. I would not you spend brought it $30 to my house. on no bottle. I would you not brought spend it to $30 my house. on a bottle. <laughs> no, you brought it to my house. That was the retail on it. Maybe not what you paid. <laughs> Think about the beginning of this podcast, and we were sharing beer at my house. Bro, that Wayne's was almost house. a year ago. You think I'm going to remember that shit? <laughs> but, a lot of beer since then. <laughs> but Brewballer, we Brewballer, we would have this little session of what are we drinking at my house or Wayne's house, and we would just bring different beers. Hey, try this, you know. So yeah, that that's another thing that got me into it is just I can get beer that you can't. Yeah. You can get beer that I can't. And yep. let's just trade and hey, that's pretty much how Chase and Wayne and I met. That's Instagram. Awesome. That's awesome. Ruballer, thank you so much for joining us. We always give the guests the final words about anything you would like to speak on. So the floor is yours, brother. Oh, all right. Um, well, once again, man, thank you guys for having me. It's, it's been a blast. I really enjoyed just, you know, chewing the fat with you guys, mixing it up. Um, you guys got a fun, fun approach to a, a podcast here. Uh, I, uh, the uh, the word association thing kind of like I wasn't really sure where we were going. But the more I got into it, man, the more I was like, all right, this is I, I'm getting it. I'm starting to feel it. But uh yeah, man. Uh, basically, you know, uh, thanks for having me on, man. Thanks for, uh, you know, uh, spreading the love in the craft beer community the way you guys always do and just uh, being who you guys are and and just, you know, keeping it real. And I appreciate that. I think most people here appreciate real more than anything else. So, uh, yeah, just keep pressing on, man. I'm going to keep doing my thing, shooting my shot and trying to come up with new and, and, uh, and funny things. And as long as the people are digging it, then I'm going to keep doing it. And, uh, 
you know, I hope uh, I hope you guys are kind of on the same page, man. Let's, let's keep this thing going and, and see where it goes. Shoot, shooting your shot quite literally in your face. Quite literally, brother. <laughs> <laughs> and don't worry, we'll give you a mulligan on the Pokemon question. <laughs> yeah, I got to do my homework on that one, man. <laughs> thank, thank you so much, Brewballer. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thanks for being on, man. It's been a blast for sure. <laughs> thanks for having me bro as always thank you to promotion graphics and upstate reality for sponsoring our on-site banner which you will see anytime we are interviewing a brewery guest a brewery guest in the upstate or, or greater south carolina craft beer scene thank you to john sharkey of the craft beer of the greenville craft beer festival at floor field in greenville south carolina you will find the three of us there in early november and, of course, it would be remiss to not thank our home away from home, Eddie Winningham of the Clock Tower Tap Rooms and Billiards in Simpsonville. Stop there if you are ever in the upstate area. Ruballer, thank you again for joining us. And, gentlemen, I think I hear a familiar tune. We're just boys. We like beer. <laughs> I think that's kind of hazy. Lord, make it clear. We're just boys, we like beer, we like beer. If you think that that sounds hazy, then Lord, we'll make it clear. We like Blondales, IPAs, Cider Stouts, the USA. We're just boys, we like beer. We're just boys, we like beer. Upstate Beer Boys. Road dust blowing in the wind Pickup trucks start rolling in Sky turning colors when the sun starts sinking low Oh, oh, break out of that long weak state of mind Gonna burn a little brush pile wood tonight Wind chimes ringing, swinging side to side real slow 